Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breaks Radio. That is B Rail, Excel is King Shit. I'm your host this week. The one and only CEO Hayes, aka the Red Bearded Assassin, and we got my brother in the Chill. building. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's good, man? This is Johnny. We we here, man. Another week, a lot of topics. Let's let's get it. Yeah, but luckily, guess what? No album reviews this week. Oh, listen. I'm happy as hell about that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to review another album for at least three months. At least yeah. three months. But I, I would almost re- review another album rather than talk about this first topic. And it, we got to talk about it because it's dominating the culture and we are the music podcast. But we're not going to we're not going to get all the way in depth on it. But surviving R. Kelly has been a, it's just completely like taking over everything. Um, we're not I don't even really want to talk about the details of what was in the documentary because it just pissed me off. But over averaging over two million live viewers per episode, which is just huge. Um, Johnny, I know you did not see it and I support your decision a hundred percent not to see it, but just yeah, of everything that's happened since then has come out. I know you, uh, I don't know how much you've been on social media since, but it completely like dominated the timeline for like two or three days. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about the way that just everyone's reacting to this documentary? Well, there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of sides to this. Um, first of all, for anything to be televised that has social media in the uproar for more than two days is, is crazy. Like people, people tend to flock to drama, if you will. Um, now I, so again, I haven't, I haven't watched the surviving R. Kelly. I don't plan to watch it. I just, I need to keep my, myself at peace. I need to keep my mind at peace. And I know watching this would piss me off. So I just, I'm going to stay away from it. Um, but I have seen a lot of people on social media talk about it and the, the people, the, the young ladies, the women who gave their testimonies, um, I know it was difficult for them to do. So I commend them for even wanting to do that, to tell 2 million live viewers, which is crazy. Um, I, I like, I really, I really don't know what to say. Or Kelly just needs to be under the fucking jail. That's like, that's really all I got to be honest. It's like. I got nothing. I got nothing. Like we, we definitely knew before all those years ago from the video of him urinating on a young woman. We knew then we knew when he married Aaliyah at what? 15. Um, we knew with the sex cult, like we knew, like we've always known. And now that we have all of these women giving their testimonies, it's like, what else needs to be done for this man to be put away? What else needs to be done? Yeah. And you make a great point. A lot of this information has already been out. It's actually been out for years, but I think the fact that we actually heard some of it out the victim's mouths is why mm-hmm. it's been such a, just a huge uproar about it. Um, but to, to, to kind of jump off what you said last there about he put him under the jail. He deserves to get locked away. I mean, it came out not too long ago now that the state of Georgia is actually pursuing charges against R. Kelly. Yep. Yep. And it's sad that it's taking this long, but he fucking deserves it. And if nothing else comes out of this documentary, but him going to jail, it, 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 it served his purpose. I feel. 
I, I agree. And and another thing, like for him to get away with this type of behavior for this long, there's no way he could have been in this alone. Like there has to be other people that knew about what was happening. And I don't mean the parents of the victims. I don't and I'm not even referring to them, even though that's that's a whole different conversation. There has to be people in his camp, like people around him that 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 know that knew all of this was happening. How come they never said anything? Now, again, I, again, I didn't watch it, so I don't know if they spoke or what. But what something needs to happen to them, too, to be honest. Yeah, you can't just sit there and watch that happen. Yeah. And the thing is that the one of the things that did piss me off about the documentary is that it was like his former road manager or whatever admitted on the documentary that he forged documents that which that so Aaliyah can appear to be 18 and oh that they can God. legally get married. And then get this, he smiled when he was talking about the, the, their marriage, them getting married, like the wedding, like it was a happy moment for him. Your boy's marrying a kid and you smiling. Like I wanted to reach through the TV and choke the living hell out of this dude. And this is exactly why I didn't watch it. Like forging any type of document is a felony. He need he admit. He admitted that like he needs to go away too. like like what what's happening here, people? What's up? Like, yeah, just send their ass away, man. Yeah. That's it's crazy. That's crazy. So how long do you think? First of all, do you think R. Kelly is actually going to jail? Now, how long do you think it's going to take now um, that this documentary is out? I, I don't know, like how the whole statute of limitations works. So I'm, 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 I can't really speak on all that. Um, I know that some of these charges are like recent they, because he like threatened one of the victim's fathers and they're using that to um, to try to charge him with something. I mean, if they really want to get him, I'm sure they have plenty to get him. Right. Like and uh, yeah, so I, I do think he's going to get I think he's going to at least go to trial. Now, what happens there? I don't know, but I definitely think something's going to come to trial within the next couple. Usually takes a year, 18 months to two years. Typically, like we just now seeing Kevin Spacey uh, go to court. So, right. Yeah. Wow. Just uh, so effed up, man. So effed up. It's definitely fucked up. Protect. Listen, protect your peace, people. If you know some shit is going to piss you off, don't watch it. Like I knew this would piss me off. So I purposefully didn't watch this like pr- protect your mind man protect your mental it's crazy that's a hundred percent fact um i like what you said there protect your peace definitely protect your peace um i just i i knew it was gonna piss me off but i guess i just it's some things just hard for me not to look at um but i do want to talk about a couple of things coming out of this so sparkle whose niece was allegedly the girl in the video mm-hmm. dropped a new single after surviving r kelly aired I just feel like personally this was in bad fucking taste. What about you? I, I mean, yeah. Like, first of all, when was the last time Sparkle had a song out or album or whatever? Like, this is clearly her trying to capitalize on the moment. And no, it's not okay. Like, why would you do that? Did you? Li- I didn't listen to it. Did you listen to the song? No, I, I'm yeah. good. I don't need okay. to hear anything from Sparkle <laughs> in 2019. Bro. Oh, man. Ain't a Sparkle. It's just a simmer now. but yeah i mean he's definitely capitalizing off of it man i just and even here here we go and i may piss some people off with this i'm not victim blaming but sparkle specifically for her to act like for a you brought your niece to r kelly 
I'm not saying that she knew exactly what was going to happen, but you had to have seen. And she even mentioned in the documentary, like seeing stuff with him and his ex-wife. But you had to know that that was not a situation which you needed to leave her alone in. So I, I just I just feel like there's some personal responsibility to throw her ways there as well. I know everyone doesn't agree with that, but that's just my take on it. So seeing her drop a single after this whole documentary aired. No, nah, man, I'm, I'm good. Fuck all that. I'm not supporting. I'm going to show my non-support by not even listening to the damn thing. Right. Now, you made an interesting point. Like, at so, so again, R. Kelly needs to go under the fucking jail. Fact. That's a fact. Um, now, looking to, I guess, the guardians, the parents of the situation, like, like, like Sparkle, for instance, why would you leave an an underage girl with first of all with anybody let alone another man i don't care who the man is like i don't care if it's r kelly like i don't care who it is why would you leave a underage woman unsupervised with with anybody for real if this is your if this is your daughter if this is your niece if it's um a girl that lives down the street from you that's your neighbor like why would you leave a girl unattended with with anybody for real like that's that's crazy to me now i don't have any children i know you have two daughters right yep so i and i know for a fact you wouldn't leave your daughters un unsupervised with anybody <laughs> i mean maybe like your mom or something but like just a stranger no yeah. somebody you don't know hell no hell no yeah bro like, like that's crazy like that's wild yeah, and I mean, she told, I know you didn't watch, but there, the, she told a story in which, like, she, like, showed up to the studio, and her niece was there with R. Kelly alone, and she was just like, oh, this is weird, but you left. Like, why would you leave? Like, you see that she's there alone. If that was my niece, I'm gonna be like, oh, well, I'm, I, I, I can hang out until it's time for you to go home. Like, like, why are you here? How did you get here? Why are you here by yourself? No, I'm not about to leave, and you're here by yourself. Like, for real? <laughs> That's... <sighs> That's fucking crazy. I'm yeah. getting mad now. <laughs> All right. We're we going we to go ahead before, because if Johnny starts getting mad, I'm going to get mad. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about a completely different topic. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the favorite or favorite artists here around the break. So we're going to talk a little bit, a little bit about J. Cole. So we're going to get into a commercial break and some songs, and we'll catch you guys after this. Yep. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as. The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Yeah. My mind state for like the crime in the summertime. 
higher than average. Lot of cabbage, thank God I never abide by the established guidelines that keep niggas inside of fabrics. Commissioned by the state, I skate by the masters like Yoohoo with a new new riding passenger. Shout out Oak Cliff, I'm about to fly to Dallas. Decade from now, I might just buy the Mavericks. What up, Mark Cuban? I am only part human, half man, half amazing. Plus, I'm good at math like a Asian. Hate to use stereotypes, but that's light compared to what a nigga get from Caucasians. No race bait and treat the beat. All right, bro. So, we in our last. Last episode, I believe that was our last episode. We talked about the the year that J. Cole had in 2018, uh, his verses, his feature, his albums, like every, everything. Um, wouldn't say he dominated 2018 in any any type of way. He had a very strong 2018, but he announced a new uh compilation album, I guess is what we'll call it. Re- Revenge of the Dreamcatchers 3, uh, dropping here soon. Are you excited about this album? Yes. I like to think that J. Cole listens to the Breaks radio and he heard us say that we want him to rap on his album how he did on these features. So I'm hoping that's what we get. I know it's a compilation of him and like Dreamville artists along with Reason. I think Reason got an invite. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited as hell for this. Like I'm I'm so excited. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I am too like A, like the your J. Cole had. We me and you both are just are new fans to J.I.D. So I'm hoping he's all over this album. Jesus Christ. And yes. then you say Reason got an invite. Like just imagine Reason, J.I.D. and J. Cole all being in the studio together. Yo, if they if all three of them on the same song, that's the <sighs> first song I'm going to. Like I normally don't like to like skip to songs if I'm listening to an album for the first time, but I'm going to that song first. If the three of them on the song together. Like Yeah, yeah. I'm real I'm I'm really, really excited for this. Um, and then also on on top of that, um, J. Cole has been seen and taking pictures and videos of being in the studio with other producers, not him. If J. Cole is working with other producers on his album, it's over for hip hop. That's it. It's over. Like, it's been... It's been a minute since I've been like really, really, really excited for our album. Now, if J. Cole is really in the studio with other producers, like I'm I'm super excited for his for his next album. Like super excited. I need nothing but bars. I need him talking to the talking to these people. Like, let these motherfuckers have it. Let hip let the hip hop industry have it. Because I still feel like there's a lot of people who doubt J. Cole's skills, which is crazy. But I feel like a lot of people still doubt him. As a as a rapper, as an MC, and I just need him to show all of their ass, all of them, just show them. Yeah, I just I um I would really really like for for him not to produce his next album, like or even if he does, maybe fifty fifty. Maybe we get half J Cole beats, nah, half of him. Don't, do- nope, nope. <laughs> just rap. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, cause J Cole just rapping, like and he's. I still think he's a dope producer, but to him to be able to focus on just strictly rapping. Bro, like it's it's amazing, and it's already been confirmed that he's been in the studio with Q-Tip, Ti, Rick Ross. Like, I need all that, man. I need man, all that, man. We we waiting, J Cole. We waiting. The streets is waiting, man. The streets is waiting. The streets are waiting. I don't know whichever one is right. Yeah, man. We waiting. We waiting for that shit. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Ti dropped the album last year, and it just came and went. Yeah, and it was actually really good. Yeah, like I. I don't know. That's random, but I just thought about that. I think T.I.'s at the point now where it's like, unless it's a classic, it's just, it is going to just come and go. Like, yeah. if it's just an, a solid T.I. project, like, we all know the ageism exists in, in rap. So to throw that on top of, like, just an okay, solid project, 
I don't think it's gonna go around. Right. But yeah. <laughs> but um that brings us into our next topic, a discussion topic. Um and this just came to my mind putting the sheet together. Does J. Cole get enough respect as a trendsetter in hip hop? We talked about like he's what the first rapper to go platinum without features. I forgot how many years it was. He's done that twice now. Um even Wait, though we, nope, we think three three, three times. times. Right. So okay. 2014, Forest Hill Drive. What was the one after that? Oh, um, for your eyes only. Yeah, for your eyes only. That went platinum too. Okay, that went platinum really. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Ever ever since 2014, Forest Hill Drive, every album that he's dropped has went platinum, and he hasn't had any features on any of those albums. Well, damn. So he's three albums with no features. Um, I mean, as well as like producing his own album, I, I think. There hasn't really been anyone to do that like he does maybe since Kanye. And even then, Kanye worked with other producers. And so, do you, do, A, do you see J. Cole as a trendsetter in just hip-hop? Because he really isn't a mogul. I don't think he really doesn't do much else. Um, and if so, do you think he gets the respect he deserves as that trendsetter? So, this this was an interesting, interesting question. So, when I, when I hear the term trendsetter... I think of a person that does or creates something that other people try to mimic or follow. Okay. Right. That's fair. Yeah. So in this instance, unless I'm not thinking deep enough, I'm going to say no. So what has J. Cole like done that other people have since tried to copy or has since done? Like the whole album with no features thing. Everybody has features on the album. <laughs> Like people aren't going to stop having features on their album. And I salute J. Cole for not having features because that's one thing I hate about people's albums. Like if there's too many features, like I'm instantly turned like I'll I'll still listen, but I'm instantly turned off. It's like I want to hear you. I don't want to hear every other person in the industry. I don't want to hear that. Um, So people definitely don't do that now. He's not like a fashion guy or anything like that. So I'm not really sure. Like, I don't even know if he wears different clothes. I just think he just like rewashes the same shirt every day. And shit, he a regular person. I would do the same thing, too, if I was rich. I do it now. But if I were to become rich, I would still do the same shit. Like, I recycle the same shirts and ties when I go to work every day. Like, that's what how you stay rich. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'm going to say no, because I don't really... I don't think I've seen him do anything that other people have tried to do as well, if that makes sense. I think that's what do you fair. Think? Not, no, not I, I want I want to hear what you think. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think so when I when I thought about the question as like a trendsetter, I I I think I was just honestly focusing on just the no features thing, but the way that you define that as is anyone else really trying to do that? The answer is no. So, you, so you're 100 percent right. I you swayed me. I I agree with you there. Then what would we what would we what would we call J Cole? Because I think he's he definitely stands out amongst his peers. Mm-hmm. But if it's not a trendsetter, what is it? That's a that's a great question. I'm not, and that's interesting. Like, okay, what what would we call Kendrick Lamar? Would you call Kendrick Lamar a trendsetter? No, like it's yeah. I, I don't think I would either. Like, is his flow so different that other people have tried to copy it? I don't think so. Like, what else has he really done? Like, he produced the black, like he produced the Black Panther album. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Will made it, did it after him, but they were probably working on it at the same time because they both came. Well, maybe not because Black Panther came out early twenty eighteen. Yeah, and I think I really think that 
I think Kendrick's not really a trendsetter, but I think he sets new heights for what artists can do, like the Pulitzer Prize thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like his accolades, I think he he's a very decorated artist, but I don't think he really has set a, a trend either. I think him and J. Cole, and they're good comparisons for each other. I think they're more of, they stand out more because they're more of a throwback to the heyday, the high the high end of hip-hop. Um, well, I guess hip-hop is really in its heyday now. It's like the, it's the biggest genre. But, I mean, like, when we think of Prime, the golden era of hip-hop, J. Cole mm-hmm. and Kendrick fit in that more than they fit in this era, and that's why they stand out so much. Right. That's why I will put them as, like, the elite in hip-hop right now. Like, I will put them there. If Wale's next project is dope, I will put him there. Because he hasn't, I mean, besides the joint he put out in 2017, he hasn't really put out, like, complete projects. Just, like, yeah. songs here and there, EPs and shit. Um, if Big Sean's voice wasn't so annoying, I would almost put him there. But, see, I think Big Sean almost is a trendsetter because people have imitated what he did as far as like the way that he rapped with the whole dropping the word at the end of the bar to make to rhyme at the end of the last bar. Like Drake took his whole style and how many people have taken that style from have emulated that from Drake. I think like when you look at Diggy, when you look at um, like Jaden Smith, when you look at a lot of artists, hell, even Ludacris tried to do it at one point. They've taken that style and tried to make it their own. So I think he set a trend in that sense. But it's kind of gone now. Nobody's really doing it now. So yeah, I could see that. That's what's up. Um. So yeah, nah. I don't. I don't really think J Cole or Kendrick Lamar are trendsetters, honestly. And let me ask you this: So Kendrick won the Pulitzer Prize for "Damn," right? Mm-hmm. Damn, that came out in 2017, didn't it? But let yeah. me ask you this: What's a What's the better album, KOD or "Damn"? Damn, I got it. I got it. Go. But see, that's the thing. I. I have not listened to "Damn." I don't think I listened, went back to "Damn" the whole second half of 2018. Um, besides a couple of tracks here and there, but I feel like his storytelling on there, when you, especially when he came out with like the deluxe version and the the track list was in the it order it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do think that it tells a cohesive story. So I, I think that from that, it's it's a better album. But if we're just like, I, here goes. I as much as I'm a super Kendrick fan, I'm a Kendrick. Lamar Mark, for anyone who knows what what Mark means, I think J. Cole, if I had a bet on someone to give a better verse, it's going to be J. Cole every time. Just a singular verse, not make the better song, no hooks, no nothing, just a verse, it's going to be J. Cole. Hmm, do I agree with that? Let me think, because that's an interesting take there. If we're just talking about just giving you a better verse, currently, I might have to rock with J. Cole too. Now, if this would, well, yeah, yeah. I was about, even if this was like three or four years ago, I still might have to rock with J. Cole, even though he wasn't really like doing features and shit then. Yeah. yeah I, I think I think Kendrick is a more versatile artist. I think Kendrick mm. can do more. I think he can, you can give Kendrick a halfway decent beat. And I think the, because he, he, his, he has so many styles um, that he's going to do something on it. But if we're just talking, Go in a cipher and deliver a hot sixteen off somebody beatboxing. My my life depends on it. It's J Cole. I could see that. Now I, I read somewhere some somebody from I don't know I can't remember if it was Kendrick's camp or J Cole's camp. Somebody said that that album that joint album is still coming. The um Kendrick and J Cole. I'm like, listen, just first of all, stop talking about it. I don't want to hear about it unless they actually put out a track list. 
if a if a real track list comes out and I get a due date, like a release date, I mean, look, I'm thinking in accounting because because it's that time of year. But if I get an actual release date and a and a real track list, then I get excited. But other than that, stop talking about it, man. Stop talking about it. And then yeah, at this I, point, would it even be good? Like, because it would be old. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I would like, like you said, don't tell me about it. Just drop it. Like, pull a Beyonce. Like, let me just wake up one day and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> that would set the world on fire. Like, for real. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I do. I do. Want, I want to see them work more together. I, I don't know if we're ever going to get an album, a mixtape, whatever between the two. But I, I mean, that's gonna be something I legitimately always hope for. It's gonna, it's you know what? That's gonna be this generation's um, detox album. It's just <laughs> never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's funny, and but it's true. That's very true. That shit ain't coming. That is never coming. <laughs> Bro, did you see that? It, it was, it was some news to come out like late last week. That was that Snoop was like. Oh, we we were recording for Detox a couple of weeks, bro. It's never this man has released three singles for that album over over the span of ten years. It's never coming, man. Yeah, I will never believe. Like once they dropped, what was the song with Snoop Dogg? Was it Kush? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was Kush with Snoop Dogg, and they had a video and everything for him. Like we're finally getting this album. We're finally getting it, and it just nope. He dropped Compton. He dropped Compton. Compton has two fire songs on it, man. (laughs) Oh my god, that—that's detox. That's y'all's detox, bro. Okay, I know. I know we're running long. This wasn't even on rushy, but I got to tell the story. So when a straight out of Compton, I was so hyped for that movie, and I think he dropped he dropped Compton like the night before straight out of Compton released just randomly. Mm. I ran to download that shit, bro. I'm 20 minutes into the album and I was pissed off, man. <laughs> like, and then it, it, I was so pissed off that it affected me wanting to see the movie. I was like, you know what? This movie's probably going to be trash too now. Thank God the movie wasn't. Right. That's funny. That's hilarious. I don't even, <laughs> shit, I don't even remember that. I can't even lie to you. All I remember right, listening to it, but yeah. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take another break, man. Uh, matter of fact, we're gonna play a commercial. We're gonna play Kush just just to remember the good old times when we thought detox was coming, and we'll catch you guys after that. So I never I I thought this whole thing from from the Nas album was done. 
He randomly drops a video uh, for Cop Shot the Kid with Slick Rick in the video. Actually, some very powerful visuals in the video. Um, let's talk about that first. But I also want to talk about an absence from that video. What did you think about it when you first saw it, Johnny? Um, so the first thing my initial thought was after watching the video, I don't know what's happening in hip hop right now, but music videos are kind of dope again. Like 2018, we had actually had some really dope music videos and this cop shot the kid video, the video perfectly fits the song. Like, we don't really see that. Well, we didn't used to see that too often in hip-hop. But the fact that that's happening in 2019 is like, whoa. Like, wow. That's just from me watching the video initially. Now, also, on the flip side of that, this video is also very triggering. Like, seeing black black male youth being shot or laying on the ground dead with sheets over them is like, it's triggering because... That's what we're so used to in the media now. It's like, all right, I like guess dope that I guess it's dope that they did the video, but it's like, do we really want to see the video because we see this in real life all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, and as far as the slick Rick appearance, um, even though it was dope, he was only there for like five seconds. Like, yeah, so I mean, they really could have kept it. But if he wasn't there, I'd have been like, damn, slick Rick wasn't in the video. So. <laughs> My thing, too, is like you had you you clearly had Slick Rick fly out for the video wherever they filmed. You you went to him. He went whatever. Five seconds, fam. Five seconds. That's it. Come and on, the man. song was only like two minutes. If I'm not mis- like two and a half. Yeah. Like, why even shoot the video? Like you spent all that time and money to shoot the video. It probably didn't cost that much, but probably took a lot of time. But yeah, like, why? Why? We want to forget this album, Nas. Like, and he's supposed to be dropping another album. Like, why would you drop something from an album people were lukewarm on? Like, it, this I'd makes me bored. worry if that if that other Nas album is coming out. I don't know. I'm I'm neither excited nor unexcited for it. If it comes <laughs> out, then I'll listen. But I ain't. I'm not looking for it. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, so Kanye was completely absent from this video. No, even five seconds for Kanye West. His verse was complete. If they would have took his verse out, the video would have been like a minute and a half. So they had to leave it in. <laughs> but um, what do you what do you do? You draw anything from Kanye not being in this video? I kind of take it as he just knows he doesn't need to be in the public eye right now. What do you think? Especially in a video like this, I was I was happy he wasn't in it. Like I don't want to see Kanye right now. Like I'm I'm done with Kanye for the moment. Unless he can get back. At least he can, if he can seek the help he needs and get back on the right track, I don't want to see or hear from Kanye no more. I don't want to. I don't want to hear Yandi. I don't hear none of that shit. Keep all of it. Just stay to yourself, sir. Yeah, I, Kanye, man. Unless he drops the classic, bro. Like I'm, I'm done with Kanye. Like it's, it's, it's only so much that I could talk about somebody for not really doing shit. Um, <laughs> like other than stupid shit. Like it's just. I'd rather talk about Takashi right now than Kanye West. Right, so, and he in jail. Exactly. Wasn't Yandi supposed to come out like around Thanksgiving? Yeah, Was, Wasn't he supposed to go to uh, Africa to record it? Yeah, like, to, to re-record the album. Like, for, let, let, Let's first, let's mention the fact that Yandi, the original version of Yandi was completely recorded and ready to be dropped, but it was so horrible, apparently, he, he pulled the plug on it, was going to redo the whole album, and we haven't heard really much of it since. It was probably a continuation of Yay. And we yeah. all know how that album turned out. That shit. <laughs> like, come on. Come on, Kanye. Just, you know, again, go seek the help you need. Be with your family. Just relax. Just chill. Just don't even be in a public eye until Trump get out of office. Like, 
just you know just just relax with your family go back to wyoming buy a house raise your children have fun just do that i don't we don't need to hear from you we don't if this if this wall gets approved to be built how much do you want to bet that Kanye is going to be there for like the ribbon cutting or whatever they do for this wall. I guarantee you Trump's going to have <laughs> the ribbon cutting. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Yo, it okay. If if the wall gets built and they have a, and they have a ribbon cutting, if Kanye is there, he is like that that's officially my last straw. Like that's literally the straw that broke the camel's back as the term goes. Like that's that'll be it. Like he already on the thinnest of ice. Like if you put your nail on the ice, it'll break. Like that's how thin of ice he's on right now. With me. <laughs> yeah, so man. yeah, man. 2019 is going to be an interesting year for Kanye. I think. I think it, uh, it can only go two ways. It's either going to be a redemption for Kanye West, or it's going to be a complete and utter true cancellation of Kanye. Like or, either way, or it could just be dead silent for Kanye. Yeah, like just don't do or say shit in the media. Don't do nothing. Again, just go be with your family. Don't do you know nothing what? else. That is honestly probably the best. If Kanye, just think, if Kanye goes away for the majority of 2019 and we don't really see, hear anything from him, and then like beginning of 2020, he just drops an album, has a whole new look, whole new string of interviews, has a different mindset. That's really the only way that we can we can redeem Kanye West. So maybe his redemption will be his silence. You know who else needs to do that? And I we can't keep going off topic here, but you know who else needs to do that for this year? Nicki Minaj. Oh yes. Did you see that she's talking about exposing Meek Mill secrets or some shit like that? Did you see that? Did you hear yes, about that? Yes, bro. Yes. Like Meek Mill has has just dropped the best album he's ever dropped. He's out here winning. He's talking about prison reform. He's trying to get people to buy property and shit. Meek Mill is out here thriving. He's shining. Why would Nicki come in and do this bullshit? Why would she come do this shit? Like, come on, Nikki. Like, you got to You got to Like, you saw what she did to Travis Scott, and she, like, had no pre-anything with, with Travis Scott. So now that Meek's getting a little shine, it's, 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 yeah, that's her, that's her way of getting attention right now. Like, chill, like, she has to chill. Like, if she, if she goes dead silent for this year, records a new album, and drops that shit in 2020, she would be redeemed if the album is good. All she got to do is just shut the fuck up. That's all she got to do. That's all she got to do. I'm sorry. I had to throw that out there. Yeah. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. So Nicki Minaj, your goal, and Kanye, they both just need to shut the fuck up all 2019. Just don't say nothing. Be Get out of the media. Don't do nothing. Now watch. We said that, and they're going to do a joint album. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know if that would be good, to be honest. Yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go ahead. Let's 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 take a break. Um, we're gonna get into another commercial break, and we'll catch you guys right after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, aka Dan on Drugs, and I am Afro Becky, aka Afro Becky, and we are the Black Law and Legal Lies podcast, podcast, a weekly legal podcast. For the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal 
and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. beautiful people so we are back um got some really positive news I, I really really was excited to talk about this so chris brown in signing his new deal with rca becomes the youngest artist ever to own all his own masters at 29 years old that is a power move we know chris brown got the hits we've, we've talked about him a little bit when we talked about the king of r&b discussion um I, i'm just really happy to see him get this like i'm not even the biggest fan of chris brown music Honestly, but to see an artist who's been around as long as he has, has had the accolades he has, it's really good to see this. I, I agree. Um, He's been, I guess, out making music since, what, 16? Yeah. So that's he's 29. That's already 13 years. Like, that's, cr- that's crazy. He's already 13 years in the game. Um, To see him own his own masters is it's a beautiful thing. So down the line, when... Um, let's just say in the next 10, 15 years when the newer artists then are starting to sample his music, like that's that's a win for him and his family. So that's dope. I'm 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 happy to hear that, man. I'm I'm definitely happy to hear that about Chris Brown. Quick, what favorite Chris Brown song? Who um shit. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm gonna say I think mine is wall to wall. Wall to wall is dope. That's my favorite song and video from him. Okay. That's dope. What was the joint with him and Rihanna that came out after? Was that his song or was that a Rihanna track? Wait, what, what's what's the name of it? Not oh, not the Umbrella remix. No, 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 no. They did... Um, Damn, shit. that's on the tip of my tongue, too. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We gonna find it. Cake? Cake, cake? Yes, Cake. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. That, that was a good song. I like yeah. that, too. I love that song. It was good to see, like after the, the all the drama, and it was a few years after that, just them to come together and just make a dope song. Right. So, <clears throat> so yeah, shout out to artists making good music. <laughs> but yeah, it's really good to see, like I said, Chris Brown uh, get that. But that spins us into the next thing. It's funny to have this conversation about someone who's only twenty nine years old, but he still has. Yeah. To, so many years probably ahead of him, but what is Chris Brown's legacy currently? Because he definitely has a legacy. And I think to to not acknowledge that it would be a little bit crazy if anyone doesn't realize the man's been in the public eye for 13. Most of his life has been in the public eye making music. Right. Shit. Literally, literally half of his life. Like, that's crazy. Um, oh, my God. I, it's, it's, it's interesting you ask that question, because if you ask 10 people, at least nine of them are going to mention the whole Rihanna like domestic violence situation, which mm-hmm. is really unfortunate um, that that situation even happened. But before before that even came into play, like 
people were saying Chris Brown was about to be the next Michael Jackson. Like, and I don't, I don't one hundred percent agree with it, but I can see where people have that thought, that that train of thought. Like, clearly Chris Brown could dance his ass off. Arguably has more or had has more stamina than Michael Jackson did because he can do a front flip, a front flip standing in place. I don't know if Michael Jackson could have did that shit. I know for a fact I can't do that shit. I can't even flip. Period. So his dancing ability is amazing. Now singing wise, eh, he can sing, but he ain't he ain't yeah. like he doesn't have the strongest voice in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as a performer, period, singing, dancing, stage presence, all that, like, yeah, definitely put on a great show. I remember, I remember when he performed at. I forget what year this was, but he performed at the VMAs and he did the tribute to Michael Jackson. It might have been after he, right after he died, right after Michael Jackson yeah, died. Yeah, it was right after he died. And I think the spirit of Mike was in Chris Brown that night because he he was hitting all them damn moves. And he started crying. I was like, oh shit, damn! I felt that shit. I was like, damn, Chris, that's what's up. I think that's when people started to think like, all right, he might be, he might be, the, he might be next. He might yeah. be next. Yeah, I mean, as as a live performer, I really. I honestly don't think anyone touches him. Period. Um, I, I, R and B singer, like who, who, who does? Like no one dances like he does. Even Usher, at his like heyday, could never pull off oh, a dance move hell, like Chris Brown. Hell no. Uh, um, Usher was like, now nah, I mean, Usher did chore- choreography really well, like really well. But Chris Brown could do the choreography, and he can like go off and freestyle his own shit. Like, yeah. I don't know if anybody, anybody could do that now. Shit, maybe so. maybe Jaden Smith. I seen him. I seen him moonwalk while he was rapping. Like that was crazy. That was it was tight. You can't deny that shit. One tight, bro. I, I Jaden Smith is like, I wanted to hate on him so bad, but legitimately, honestly, he is growing more as an artist. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I. Yeah, I can't hate on Jaden Smith anymore, <laughs> man. I, I can't. I can't even slander Jaden in 2019, man. There you go. That's funny. <laughs> Still, that fucking icon song was just. It had no business being as good as what it as what it was. Man. Yo, okay, so I gotta tell this. I don't I don't know if we've told this story on on here, but so damn was that twenty seventeen? That was twenty seventeen. So twenty seventeen, Jaden Smiths drops a snippet of the Icon video, Icon song and video. I listened to it. It's, it had to be like maybe fifteen seconds. I'm like, this shit is fire. I put on, I I retweeted, quoted or whatever. Hey, yo, this shit fire. Ralph, CJ, everybody like, nah, this shit trash. Like, fam, did you even listen to the snippet? Did you even listen to it? Then the song drops. I'm like, oh shit, Jay Smack killing me. The song is fire. The song icon is fire. It's fire. So I'm 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 on Twitter. Yeah, this shit flames. Like, what y'all think? They wanted, oh, you wanted to hate on it so bad. You wanted to hate so bad. I really did. Can't deny it. You cannot deny it. Nah, bro, that snippet, I was flaming that snippet. I'm like, this shit is going to be terrible. Like, he got a grill in. What's going on? And then when the actual song dropped, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let Johnny shine. I, I'm not even going to. Let me just be silent okay. on the timeline, man. But, yeah, it was a fire song. She was fire. <laughs> All right. I keep getting off topic. My bad, man. Oh, you good, man. You get This what people want, man. They like that banter. Uh, But the next topic with Chris Brown. Uh, So, he dropped single, Undecided. Um. What do you think about it? Are you excited for the for a new Chris Brown album? I will say this just off the top: if it's if it's not like that whole EPMD thing that he was doing for a while and just an R and B album, I'm, I will be excited for it. this song. It can kind of go either way. Um, but what did you think about it? 
Um, I, I thought it was a good song. Um, I love the um sample. He sampled the song. I think it's called Smile by Shanice, a, a 90s one hit wonder that I personally love, like one of my personal all time favorite songs. Um, so I thought that sample was dope. Um, the I thought the video was really good. Um, I liked how it like he touched the balloon and he went like to another dimension and was dancing with the girl. Like the choreography was dope. So the 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 song the song is good. Um, I thought the video accompanied the song great. Um, so solid. It's 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 solid. Um, am I excited for a new album? Mm, not so much. <laughs> now his his last album was like a hundred songs, right? Like how many? Yeah, that's songs? the audio book. Yeah, I mm, I didn't even I didn't even touch it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't fathom listening to that many damn songs. There's and, no way. And then the dream saw it and was like, you know what? Hold my beer, I got right. this. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard the dream shit was fire though. Bro, like, all, like most of the tracks. Bro, out of the how many tracks was it? Was it forty tracks too? I can't remember. But out of the tracks, at least a good fifteen of them are all fire. Damn man, forty something. Like, like I understand artists like they're prop, they're constantly creating. So they got a lot of songs in the tuck. So I get that. But damn, to put all of them shits out at the same time. Yeah, but and th- the thing is, is that like it's it's volumes one, two and three. So like, I don't know if he like was recording it and just went ahead and finished everything and was just like, you know what? I'm just going to drop it all. Because to me, if he would have dropped, separated this and dropped three albums in three different quarters of the year, mm-hmm. it would have been almost a bet. Like to trick to trickle that out that way, he would have owned the year in R and B. But now he dropped it all at once. People, the way people consume content now, they're going to listen to it. It's January by March. Nobody's going to be thinking about it anymore. Right? Shit. Pro- people probably not thinking about it now. And the shit just yeah. came out. Like, which is the streaming era, I guess. Like so much content. Like so much content. And then to have one artist put out 40 songs, like, nah, like, don't do that, man. You got to be strategic with this shit now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know what that was about, but I mean, it's it's a it's a fire project. And, uh, you know, I suggest anyone check it out. You'll like more than you dislike on it. I guarantee, especially if you're a fan of the I'm not even a dream fan. If you're a fan of the dream, I'm sure they love most of this album. That's what's up. That's what's up. Again, clearly, I haven't gotten to it, so I'll get to it by 2020. All right, bet <laughs> by twenty twenty. <laughs> you still got to finish Astro World, man. Man, listen, I gave. I'm not going back. To <laughs> I'm not. I still right. don't understand why people think Sicko Mode is so good. Like, I literally tried to listen to it again the other day. Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't. Bro, I don't understand. Me and you were on the timeline, both trying. I just had to stop. You know what? Let the people have it. <laughs> Obviously. And people are just like, man, sickle mode. And I keep, and the funny thing is, is I keep asking people what makes it a good song, and they don't have any real answers for it. Not none. Not one answer. Not one answer. So, at that so, point, you just you just gotta let people have it, man. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna get into our, our last break of this evening, and then uh, we're gonna catch you guys on the other side of that. We're gonna talk a little Coachella and a surprising TV series that I had no idea was coming. So. We're looking forward to getting into that. We'll see you guys on the other side. This is Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. 
And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age. So it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane. I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses.com pod at gmail.com thank you all right johnny so baychella with beyonce owning coachella that was just last year right uh yeah it was actually it was people were staying up hella late to watch that shit yeah when ralph stayed up late to watch it and that's when he officially got his beehive membership (laughs) damn his dude's probably coming up again that was almost a year ago gotta gotta pay them dues i don't know what that includes but i mean (laughs) hey Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh man but coachella's coming up again uh this year and uh tickets sold out in 40 minutes 40 minutes for coachella uh so if you guys are still trying to get your tickets you're going to be paying triple because i know i wish i would have copped some tickets just to resell them if i would have known they were selling in 40 minutes like people are hitting come-ups did you see how many how much people are selling for on ebay no how much people are selling for like legit like twenty five hundred dollars on ebay what yeah yeah damn so wow so yeah i'm <laughs> looking out for that shit next year. <laughs> but uh so th- this it's funny that um the founder of coachella uh has some some weird political views you know we don't really talk politics here on the breaks radio so we're not really going to get into that too much but it's causing some celebrities to boycott the coachella event um, I mean, when it sells out in 40 minutes, I really don't know how much boycotting you can do because people are definitely going to show up. But what do you make of all this, Johnny? So I'm not familiar with I'm definitely not familiar with the owner. But what like what were what was the what were the political views? He's a Trump supporter, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, damn. Uh, That's interesting. Now, looking at this lineup. Like, if I lived in California, like, I would try to go to one of these because they do have dope lineups. Like, I can't, you can't deny the lineups are dope. Like, Childish Gambino was headlining one um, a couple weekends. Janelle Monet is going to be on the stage the same day. Anderson Pack, Jaden Smith, um, Tierra Wack. Wait, Riff Raff? Oh, that's trash. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I, <laughs> but if, so if I lived in California, I would definitely try to go. Um, I because the founder is a Trump supporter, like would that deter me from going? I don't really know. Like I'm not gonna travel from St. Louis to go. Hell no. But if I live there, yeah, like why not? Eh, I I like I like good music. I like live music. So yeah. And my my thing too is is that he's the founder. Um, I really don't know what his role is in the day to day operations of planning Coachella nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not going to stop me from if I got if I had the chance to go to Coachella, I don't give a damn. Like, my thing is, I don't judge people by their political leanings anyway. So I'm going to see the artist. And just because the founder is a Republican, like we all know that people like Childish Gambino have no problem using their stage to get whatever message they they have to get off. So I, 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 I can't let the founder's thoughts make me think that. It affects the artist that it's not even him. It would be different if we were coming to see him perform. Ain't nobody coming to see his old ass perform. We're coming <laughs> to see the artist. So, like, it's not going to stop me from going. And, and Solange being there, like, she she dropped a fire project. So, I would be there absolutely. 
And you know what? Like five, six years ago, people didn't even know what the hell Coachella was. When did that uh, Frank Ocean song Nova Kane come out? Because that's when people started actually going when he mentioned Coachella in in that song. Because he said um, he met this. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he met a girl at Coachella. He was going to see Jay Z or some shit. That's when people started to go to Coachella. So like. Why would y'all boycott? Y'all even know about the shit five years ago, six years ago, or whenever the hell that song came out. That's a fact. So yeah, chill out. You know, I mean, our people were so quick to to boycott something nowadays. Like people in general, like this whole cancel culture. And we've I'm not going to get into that because we've had that discussion before. It's just really fucking silly. Like get 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 over it, people. Uh, yeah, people man. have people have opinions that you aren't going to agree with, and it's okay. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm not letting. I wouldn't let it stop me from like going like. One of these days, I have to go to Coachella. I may not be 40 until I'm going, but I'm going. I don't give a damn. At that point, little Uzi Vert would be like considered like old school music, so who knows? Right. <laughs> By then, Slaughterhouse is going to be headlining. They're going to come back <laughs> headline just for Coachella. Now, you know that it's, one I would go to. You know what's funny? If if Joe Budden came out of retirement right now and they reformed Slaughterhouse, they would be the biggest group in hip-hop. That's a fact. That's a fact. Listen, they Slaughterhouse came to St. Louis a few years ago. Um, real small venue here in St. Louis. And it was it was somewhat packed. Now, if they were to reform as a group and come back to St. Louis, they would have to be like in the where the where the blues play, like where the hockey team plays. Because I know this shit going I know this shit gonna be huge. All because of his podcasting career now. Like it's crazy. So yeah. It's wild, bro. It's it's really it it really is wild. Like how bigger he is now by not even doing music. And like I we've said it before. Like the people who are like big Joe Budden fans now, I still don't know if they even really know how good of a rapper he was. Of course they don't. They don't like, care. Either. Like he he was trending yesterday because of sin saying something in a, a clip from Love and Hip Hop, and it's like where were you guys were Rage Against the Machine drop? Like where where the hell were you people at? Which I do believe is a classic, a classic. album. Absolutely, like, like that's a fact. And uh, is it is it all love lost? Yeah, it's. I wouldn't say it's a it's a personal classic for me because where he was mentally in that on that album, bro. Fam, it's a song on there called "Love I'm Good," one of the best songs ever. Like one of the literally one of the best rap songs ever. Like the shit was crazy. Three verses. About three different topics, but the song is so called like that. Listen, go go listen for for the listeners. Go check out the song "Love I'm Good" by Joe Budden from All Love Lost. Fire song, fire song. There you go. Yeah, um, there you go. Well, anything left on Coachella? Uh, oh, well, who do you think is going to be the standout performance at Coachella? Uh, let's see, standout performance. I could see Janelle Monae having a dope set. Um, I actually want to see her live. She she seems like she'll throw a great like a great show. Um, let's see who else we got. <laughs> are you are you an Ariana Grande fan, bro? I don't think I've ever heard an Ariana Grande song. I've I've heard one, and this this might have been like her first single. I remember hearing it, and I was like, "Damn, um, Mariah Carey got a new song out." And then when the song was over and they said, yo, this was Ariana Grande with, you know, whatever the song was, I was, I was like, who the hell is that? So I looked up and saw this tiny ass girl like, how the hell is she singing like this? And then then realized she was like, 
she had a show on the Disney Channel or something. Crazy. Um, I don't know. I guess Childish Gambino and Janelle Monae. Uh, Solange will probably have a dope set. I'm not sure who this Tame and Polly is, but they're the headliner for one weekend. Kid, yeah. Kid Cudi has a set. That should be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be standout though, but yeah, I mean, uh, Pusha is, is I, on the line. Man, he was supposed to come to St. Louis. I I bought my ticket and they canceled the show. I guess a lot yeah. of people didn't buy tickets here. I don't know, but I was excited to go to that. Tragic. That yeah, I think I think Pusha's really good. I, I don't think he's gonna have the standout because he doesn't really use live performances to do crazy things like that. It's all in the music. Um. Yeah, I gotta. I may agree with you with jo- uh, Janelle Monae. Yeah, I really. I, I by standout performance, I, I'm I'm thinking of it as like something that is really going to like when people walk away, they're still going to be talking about it weeks later. Almost nobody talks about anything months later. I really looking at this. I really, I don't see it. So yeah. we'll see. Let us know though, listeners. Let us know who you guys think is going to be the standout performance of uh, of of Coachella 2019. Uh, your boy Jaden Smith is on it. Maybe he'll do something crazy. Eh, I don't know. Like he'll, <laughs> he'll probably give a good show, but I don't know if it's going to be like like damn. Did y'all see that Jaden Smith set? Nah, I don't think so. Fair Unless enough. he moonwalked the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. The last topic though, man. What a one of my mom's favorite movies. I just we always saw the shit growing up. I wonder. Never mind. I was gonna say something, but I won't. I will. I'll leave it alone. But Boomerang TV series, uh, produced by Lena. Is it Wait Wait? How do you pronounce Wait? Yeah. Uh, who's just she's she's like one of the hottest. Like she she's occupying the lane that Shonda Rhimes was as far as like woman in Hollywood, um, producing things. This Boomerang TV series, are you looking forward to? Um, I'm I'm gonna say no. So the the movie bit uh, Boomerang, the movie Boomerang is a classic. Like we know that we all we all know that we all should know that. I'm not really sure how they could make it into a TV series. I guess maybe they could go more in depth into the characters, but is that something I really want to see? Not for real. Like I don't know. I'm I don't. I see a lot of people are excited for it, but I I personally am not. Like I just I don't know how much deeper I want to get into these characters, especially with new new age actors. Like now, nah, nothing against the actors, it's just that those some of those roles are so iconic. It's like I don't want to see anybody else play them. Now, are these supposed to be younger younger versions of the uh, of the people that were in the movie? I doubt it because weren't they like in their late twenties, early thirties yeah. at the time when the movie came out? Yeah. So it's like, what are they really like? What, what's going to be the plot? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and Halle, don't know. Halle Berry is also one of the producers on it, and she was in the original Boomerang. Um, I, I I will say this: I'm not necessarily super excited for it. I'm in, I'm interested to see how they can turn it into a TV series. I know, like, what she got to have it when that was coming out on Netflix. I was like, how are you going to turn this into a show? But they executed it really good. Now, this is a completely different set of producers and everything. So I'm interested in seeing it. But it's going to be one of those things where I'll probably give it two or three episodes. And if it doesn't really catch me by then, I can see myself just dropping it. Yeah, I like I'll, I'll catch it if it's on one day, but I'm, I'm not looking to go watch it. Now, you thought She's Gotta Have It was good. I, I really enjoyed she got, She's Gotta Have It. I don't know, man. I mean, I watched it. I don't really know if it was good. <laughs> you you didn't. I think it, it definitely had parts that were corny. I think the the finale was one of the most 
terrible pieces of shit I've ever seen. I think <laughs> that, that was just a terrible way to end it. I understand why they went the way they did with it, but um, I don't know. I enjoyed a lot a lot of parts of the show. I enjoyed that they they showed the complexity of almost every character in there. Like you you thought even the goofy I forgot his name now, the goofy guy, you just thought He's just like the first couple episodes. I'm like, this fucking idiot has to get off TV. But then when he had the episode that was built around him, it added a different layer. So right, hey. I don't know. I just Nola. I just think she was really irresponsible. Like she was very irresponsible. Yes. Like if you and shit, here we go again on the on the tangent. But if you want to explore your sexuality, I have absolutely no problem with that. Do do you boo? As people say, but don't get upset at the situations that you put yourself in. Like you can't be mad because you placed yourself here. Like that's that's, true. That's it. Like, I don't know it. And just seeing her get upset at the things that she caused for herself like that. It was annoying. It was just annoying to me. It was annoying. So that's, that's the only reason. No, and I, and I feel that. And you know, with uh, Lena Waithe being involved, I think is another big reason because she was the creator of the shy. And that was one of my favorite shows from last year. So yeah, I'm trash because I haven't seen it. You haven't seen The Shy? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Snowfall. I haven't seen what other shows they say were real good last year. I just I know those are two big ones I haven't seen. Did you see the um? Damn it, the horror one on that. I I will I will revisit that. I can't remember the name now, but that was really good too. Probably Netflix had some shit last year. Some really good stuff. Uh, They canceled all the damn Marvel shows. I can't wait to punish your drops, but. That's that's a tangent we're not gonna go down right yeah, now. <laughs> um, but all right, so uh, final 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 verdict, uh, boomerang. You gonna are you going to check it out? You gonna wait till a, a couple more trailers drop or where you? Uh, at I mean, I, I'll check. I'm going. I'm going to check it out, but I'm not I'm not excited for it. But I'm gonna check it out. That's we'll see. Fair. We'll see if it holds my attention. Well, listeners, let us know how you feel about boomerang. Let us know how you felt about any topic that we covered on the show because that's it. We're going the fuck home, people. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long week for both me and Johnny. Uh, so, you know, Johnny, tell the people where they can find you. Any parting words? Let's get the hell out of here. Um, yeah. So Twitter, J-O-N, two underscores, the letter B. Instagram, J-B-S underscore, E-S-L underscore, A-A-M-U. And um, like I said at the beginning of the episode, like, protect your peace, man. If you know something is going to upset you or piss you off just ignore it stay away from it don't put yourself in any positions that you know are going to upset you you know so yeah i I leave you with those words fair enough protect your peace uh that's probably going to be the title of this episode on the podcast version so there you go protect your peace um we're just going to leave it off on that. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, but more importantly, you can follow the breaks radio at the breaks radio. You can also follow the breaks media, uh, where we have just a lovely uh, network of podcasts, but, uh, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the breaks media at gmail.com. Yeah. Peace. Blackout. Let's do it. Now this is that bomb diggy, 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 dang, the Don's with me. Killer, a killer nigga, you think about harm in me. Coppers corrupted, he's the wrong vibe, though, to fuck with. Yeah. Labeled and known as a young pot to the public and me, human crack in the flesh. I'm the last of the best. One word to describe me, spectacular. Yes. So stay calm, shorty, when you see that palm 40. 
I pop it slow, you rock and roll like Bon Jovi So don't fool with the click, don't fool with the dips You will die, you will lie in a pool full of shit When that gun with the clipping, start dumping and ripping At y'all head, y'all some dead, some of my bitches You give a chick hard, thick and bubble gum I give a chick a hard brick and bubble yum Like here, take that, shake that, break that, ayy and half and please bring my cake back You know what the movement's like You know how we moving, right? Move, cause we in the mood to fight This is that kick